You need qualified leads for your business. And traditional B2B lead gen efforts just aren't cutting it anymore. What can you do? Well, this episode can serve as your B2B lead gen 101 course. We'll talk about the best ways to use growth marketing and growth-driven design to supercharge your B2B lead generation efforts. Are you a startup founder or CMO trying to grow your brand? There's good news. You're not the first. Our growth team is committed to learning and earning the skills and strategies high growth companies have used to build their businesses. And now we're sharing them with you. Welcome to Growth Team Radio. All right, welcome to Growth Team Radio. I am your host today, Chris Dubois, and I am joined by Chris Story who is uh, a growth marketer and CRO specialist here at Lean Labs. Today, we are going to talk about B2B lead generation. So, Story, how's it going? It's great, man. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on. So, I've noticed everyone on the team says that when it's like, I asked you to be on, like, it's like, hey, this is what we're doing for work today. And you guys should yeah. show up. It's great. Exactly. That's why I appreciate it. <laughs> Because this is what right. I get to do for work today. Perfect. That's the best answer. Your review is going to be awesome. All right. Yes. Uh, so jump right in. Um, as always, we like defining whatever terms that we're going to be discussing um, throughout the episode. And so I'm just going to go right into the first question. Of what is lead generation? How does it differ from demand generation? Well, I'm glad that you asked it like that because I think that demand generation, I think there's definitely a distinction between the two. And I think that we don't really think about it as much. Demand generation, the way that I think about it is, say you're selling a commodity. Demand generation is trying to convince more people, trying to change people's beliefs so that they'll purchase more of your product. And when I think of lead generation, I think of lead generation, and maybe it's not even, maybe generation isn't even the right word, because what you're really trying to do is you're just trying to find people who already share the beliefs that make you a good fit, make them a good fit for your product. That's how I think about the differences mm -hmm. between those two things. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> so let's dive right in to what are the most effective channels uh, for lead gen and B2B? Okay, before we get to channels, I think it's we should probably start with methods, right? So we have two kind of primary different methods that you could choose from. You have inbound, you have outbound. Mm -hmm. Most people listening to this podcast have probably heard what both of those are. Um, but basically, outbound is anything that you're doing to go and find these leads. And inbound is anything that you're putting out there to try and bring them in. It's like it's kind of like fishing versus going out and chasing. Fishing versus yeah. hunting maybe is a good example uh, of the difference between outbound and inbound. And there's like a, there's a bunch of different channels for, for each of these. Um, for inbound, for example, uh, podcasting, great inbound tool, uh, YouTube kind of blogging and social media. Um, for outbound, it's, it's kind of your standard traditional sales, your, your cold calling, your, uh, your outreach, paid media advertisements, as much as we as kind of a more inbound focused uh, organization kind of steer away from them, advertisements exist because they work, right? Mm -hmm. And people, brands wouldn't be willing to pay, to pay millions and millions of dollars 
to be on a 30 second Super Bowl ad if it didn't prevent or provide a return on investment. So there's definitely a place for both of these two strategies, I think. Um, it's just a matter of, of finding the strategy that kind of aligns to your goals. Yeah. So there are decent number of channels you can be approaching, right? To get oh, whatever yeah. results. How do you even determine the best ones for your brand? Well, I, I think that it comes back to understanding what your brand's immediate goals are. If you need and and understanding the strengths that you as a brand already have. If you need, for example, if you need cash quickly to to look good um, for a like a financial review or something mm -hmm. and you haven't even started inbound lead generation go without bound because it's what's going to make you it's what's going to get you the results it's going to get them fast if you are looking to build something long term uh, with compounding results then i think that inbound is a i think that's where inbound really shines i don't want to say it's a stronger strategy because i think they both have their place but I think inbound really shines in that the fact that you do the work up front and it takes longer for you to see the results. But once you get those results, it's not, it's not a linear return on effort anymore. If you, if you run an ad, you spend X amount of money, you get X amount of money back. If you stop spending X amount of money, you stop getting X amount of money back. If you, if you work on building your inbound, your content, um, and really building a solid inbound lead generation strategy. Once you get it up and running, it doesn't run itself, but it comes, the results come with significantly reduced effort. Um, it's mm -hmm. not one to one. Yeah. And so as you're looking at the, <clears throat> the ROI, you know, for each of these, how are you actually measuring? Uh, performance and and whether you're actually successful with these campaigns. Well, there's a bunch of different ways to measure. And admittedly, inbound lead generation is difficult to measure at the beginning. Um, I think you almost have to measure it over a three to four quarter time horizon especially if you're just getting started. Once you sort of have something built, you can measure it over, you know, a quarterly or a yearly or a, a, a six month time horizon. But especially initially, it's going to take you a lot of time to really start to see any return that you can measure against your investment, um, which makes it challenging and it makes it hard for somebody who's not already bought into the inbound lead generation strategy to make the leap into starting to do it because it doesn't look like it's doing anything up front until suddenly it does. And that's why we have all of those, those charts that look like hockey sticks, right? It's nothing, 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 nothing. And then all of a sudden it just takes off. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it, it is difficult to measure ROI on inbound, at least initially. Um, now if we're talking about, once we get going, measuring ROI is, it, we try to measure it as close as possible to revenue, right? 
Um, and I think this is where a lot of marketing organizations lose their way is that the publishing of the blog article or the podcast or the YouTube video becomes the return, right? So, so mm -hmm. the, the company is paying them to produce X number of videos, but the company is not paying you to produce X number of videos. The company is paying you to, to get them X number of customers, right? And so once we get sort of the inbound strategy built up a little bit more, I like to try and measure as close as possible to that customers. And usually, usually somewhere in like the opportunities created, um, SQLs, that's why we measure stuff like that rather than just, you know, eyes on or traffic, which we do measure. But um, I, I think that if the end goal of inbound lead generation or any lead generation is, well, let me say it this way. The goal of lead generation is not to generate leads. The goal of lead generation is to generate revenue. And that's how I think right. you have to measure it. Mm -hmm. And so as you're measuring, what metrics, KPIs are you, are you looking at? Well, so I think that on the grand scale, you want to measure revenue. But when you're measuring a specific tactic... <clears throat> in order to tell if something is working or not, there's a lot of other metrics you can measure. You can, you can measure some of the things that you can measure traffic in, in improvements in traffic, uh, particularly organic. If, uh, if that's what your, uh, inbound strategy is based around, um, you can measure conversion rates. You can measure number of MQLs generated, number of SQLs generated, number of meetings booked. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to measure some of yeah. these tactics. Um, you just gotta use that to improve the test, but at the end of the day, you have to remember what your whole, the whole strategy of lead generation is for. Yeah. So let's talk short, long-term goal planning, right? Obviously we're going to have some leading lagging indicators that we're looking at for metrics. Um, but like, how can we, it's the right way to. How can we balance our short-term, long-term goals um, in that B2B lead gen strategy? It's tricky because I do think that there's a place for both. Um, I mm -hmm. think, again, it comes back to your goals. If your goal is to show that you made a bunch of money quickly so that you can sell the company or so that you can look good for the shareholders or so that you can get bought out by another company, then obviously your short-term goal or your short-term investment should go into outbound, outbound lead generation. It's just, it's just faster. Um, if you're looking to build something that lasts something for a long, the long term, that's going to be serving customers 10 years from now. I would focus on organic. It's good. It's going to be a little bit slower to grow, but you can supplement, um, when I say organic sort of synonymous with, uh, inbound lead generation, mm -hmm. you can do both and you probably should do both. It's just a matter of what your immediate goals are. I guess it doesn't answer the question. How do you balance your immediate goals with your long-term goals? You have to know what they are. 
and then you have to prioritize them i guess, I guess. yeah all right let's uh <clears throat> let's just jump ahead right we look at with growth marketing versus traditional marketing instead of looking at awareness and just acquisition as our key metrics with um growth marketing we're now looking at the full funnel right so ending at reputation where we're trying to actually build this brand you know we're generating results in order to make this happen um how how are you using and incorporating user feedback um to then iterate on your like b2b legion campaigns i think most of the user feedback that we collect is more observational we're not doing a whole lot of asking people we're not doing surveys we're not doing um any kind of we're not doing any kind of feedback surveys right now for two reasons one i think that it is it's very difficult to get actionable feedback at scale by doing surveys um and the other thing is that people frequently just don't know why they make the decisions that they make um but the way that we are guiding our efforts based on user feedback is by looking at the observational data we use heat maps we use traffic patterns we use conversion rates um, because the actions that people take more often than not will tell you a lot more than the words that people say mm -hmm. yeah makes sense um so let's uh let's shift gears and talk what are your views on like quality versus quantity for leads and then how do you actually balance those well obviously ideally you get both uh but uh, i hate to keep saying this but it depends on your goals but i would say generally speaking you, i would take a lower number of leads if they were higher quality as a general rule the higher the quality the better um unless well, i don't even know if this is still legal but unless you're just trying to collect a bunch of email addresses to sell your list is that still legal? Do people still do that? I mean, no, you should not. No, should not, not, the, not the people that we work Or do we anyway. recommend anyone listening? Nor do we do recommend that. any. Yeah. Do we have a lawyer? Maybe I should have uh, I don't know. checked with Maybe him first. Yeah. So the, the bottom the, line there then. Name under the quote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. The bottom line there then is uh, is quality, not quantity. Yeah. Um, I think looking at the the conversion rates in between the various stages of your uh, like life cycle uh, for for a <clears throat> for your buyer journey right so we're looking at like mqls we want to get a ton of mqls but if almost sure. none of them are moving into sqls it's like okay we're getting the wrong mqls so it doesn't matter if the number is super high it's like with traffic right it's a vanity metric if you're not pulling in great leads <clears throat> um and so it's like you almost you just need to generate enough data that you can be like are these actual good quality and actually talk to people with it like across departments say sales what kind of questions are you getting are these people actually like ready to buy um even just looking at the length of the sales cycle right, right. we'll tell you if these people are higher qualified or not like 
there are different different things like that. <clears throat> um, what? Uh, yeah, I mean, there are people okay. who have there are people who have millions of followers on Instagram that cannot monetize that. Yeah, like they can't figure out how to sell anything because they're just not the right people. They have tons of followers. They can't, but they're not the right people. So it doesn't really matter how many. Right. To a certain point, it matters who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> are there any mistakes that you have uh, now witnessed marketers making in regards to Legion? Uh, witnessed, yeah. I've definitely never made any. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I it just keeps it comes back to the thing. The thing about lead generation, I said it earlier. Lead generate the purpose of lead generation is not to generate leads, it's to generate revenue. And I think that's the big thing that gets everybody is it, you know, we're an ad agency. So you pay us to do ads. Well, we don't pay you to do ads. We pay you to generate us revenue. Um, Right. And I think if you focus on the wrong thing, then you ultimately are not going to create the result that, that you're wanting to create. Right. A challenge of outcome versus output. Correct. So, yeah. Um, Never made that mistake, though. Never. No. Yeah. Only witnessed it. Right. Um, All those other teams, man. Yeah. Seriously. Um, All right. Well, now, since you have witnessed others making mistakes, what what advice do you have for other growth marketers that are looking to drive some success in B2B lead gen? Um, Yeah. Well, I think the, the the easiest thing to do is just to remember that the, at the end of the day, you're, you're generating revenue. Business is about generating rent. Well, it's a, technically about turning a profit, but a large piece of that is generating revenue, right? And so that's what we do. That's what we're supposed to do as marketers, right? Nobody wants more blog posts. They want more money. Um, and so focusing on keeping your goals in mind is going to help you focus on the outcomes that you're creating, not necessarily on the output. And that goes for both outbound and inbound um, lead generation. You have to remember that the per- what the purpose is. Um, I would also say do the thing that you're good at, right? Like if you're an agency and you can consistently get, or if you run ads for your company, you can consistently get a four or five X ROI on ads, do that, do it, you keep do it. Why would you stop? There's no reason for you to stop. If if you were looking at stocks in the stock market and you knew that you could put one dollar in and get five dollars back, why would you ever stop investing in that stock? So do what you're good at. Uh, for us, it's it's inbound. We're we're very good at it. Um, and then hire out the stuff that you're not. So for example, if you are a good, if if you do run really successful ads, but you're not that. Uh, you don't have an experienced inbound lead generation team, like hire somebody that knows how to do it. Hire somebody that knows what they're doing because ultimately you get to focus on the thing that you know really well that can generate revenue. You pay somebody else to do the thing that they know really well that can generate revenue. You're still in the, in the black, right? Black, not red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. You're still in the black. You're still making money. Um, 
and you're not trying to figure out how to do something that you have no experience with um, and wasting mm. tons of time and money and taking away from the things that you are experienced and good at. Awesome. All right. That wraps it for today. Thank you for joining me yet again on another episode. Um, I don't know when we'll have you back on, but I know it. I'll just put it on your calendar and expect you to show up. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. For everyone else who's listening, thank you for that. Uh, we appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you never miss an episode. And until next time, this has been Growth Team Radio. Want to grow your business? Trying to find the right path to do it? Well, we've got the answers. Go to stopscaling.com. Yes, you heard right. Go to stopscaling.com where we'll show you the exact way to grow your business this year.